Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. Just when I thought, you know, today's not going to be a day where the Jets have a lot of drama. That's not, that's not going to happen. Not. Frank Gore decides to say the AFC East is wide open, and now Jamal Adams is the number one trending topic in the country because the Jets and Jamal Adams are at loggerheads. They don't know if they can agree on a new contract, and potentially the Jets can trade Jamal Adams now as they have an, hit an impasse on a long-term extension. Just when I thought the Jets were going to give me a break, Mike. Nope, couldn't do it. 
All this is is a rehashing of something we already knew, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to to be to be fair, I mean, with this Jamal Adams situation has been percolating. You and I have talked about it, and I've mocked you in the past. Your best player is going to leave. Yeah. And wait, you're wait, get hang on. If we're going to talk about this, hang on, hang on. I need to. Uh, hang, there we go. All right, let me get a. Mm. All right, that's good. I need I need a first sip of Modelo before we start. Go ahead now. I was going to say, you need a stiff drink or four <laughs> uh, because just when you thought it was safe to at least try to turn the corner, you knew this was still an issue. Yeah. I mean, we all knew this was an issue and that the contract situation for Jamal Adams wasn't getting any better. I think it was about a month ago we, we had a good laugh uh, at your Jets' expense to this degree, but... When, when it gets down to it, now now we're getting into contracts on a whole other level because we have no idea what the, the rules of engagement are going to be here mm-hmm. in terms of the season and what happens. Does the cap have to be shrunk, right, to, to accommodate this based on money's changing? I mean, there's a lot that, that happened here. Yeah, but look, but I'll make it real easy because this is very easy to figure out sure. how it's going to unfold everything. First, the particulars from Gary Myers, who's covered the New York Jets for the Daily News for a long time in New York. Uh, Gary Myers put out today uh, that the Jets have given no indication they will sign the, uh, the All-Pro safety to a new contract extension in this offseason. They want to wait to make a decision. He wants his new contract now. He's wanted a new contract since he's been drafted, to be fair. Uh, the stalemate has, quote, caused friction, and sources say a trade is very possible. It's expected half the teams in the league will call the Jets. All right, now first there's the situation, and then there's why it will play out the way it will. Uh, The Jets will wind up trading Jamal Adams. The last couple of years, the relationship has been odd and at arm's length with Jamal Adams and the Jets. As good as he is, and he's probably the best box safety in the league. He is fantastic. He's terrific. He makes plays. He's hungry. He makes plays behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Is he the best ball skill safety? Not really, but it doesn't matter. Everybody's got their specialty. Jamal Adams is a leader on the field. The players like him. He is a fantastic, fantastic player. But he's never seemed truly happy. He has been at odds with the Jets for many things. Uh, Interviews he has done on the radio in New York in which he has questioned the Jets about getting a new contract, about moves they are making, about things they are doing. He very famously unfollowed them on Instagram and and took uh, mentions of the Jets off of his social media pages. It's been things like this. Now, in, in and of itself... Is this something to not sign a guy? No, because look at Julio Jones. He stopped following the Falcons on Instagram. Look at what happened on here. And now Julio Jones is all set. So in and of itself, that's not it. But he has not been happy for a couple of years. And when a player is not happy, if suddenly you're going to pay him money, is he really suddenly going to be happy? All right, so there is that part of it. But more so than that, because that's like knucklehead stuff you can get past, and, and part of it is maturing as a player, and Jamal Adams is getting older. Um, yes, he is the Jets' best player. When your best player is a safety, you got a lot of problems. You have a lot of problems that I can't help you with. When your best player is a safety, can you really pay a safety $15 million a year because this is about what he wants? You can't. You can replace safety. Safeties are not one of those positions in the NFL where, hey, we're going to go to the top of the market to go get one, right? The Jets have to overpay for people all the time because they want to change the culture, right? They paid so much money for C.J. Mosley. He's an inside linebacker, but they had to overpay. But the positions you pay for, quarterback, tackle, defensive end, outside linebacker, shutdown cornerback. Jamal Adams doesn't play any of those positions, right? You can get another safety. You can find another safety to play pretty well. You don't have to pay a guy $15 million. And the Jets, 
basically in the draft when they drafted Ashton Davis out of Cal, who probably would have been a first-round pick if he wasn't injured last year. He's a blazing uh, uh, fast runner. Everybody says wonderful things about him. If he didn't get hurt, he'd have gone in the first round. The Jets have decisions to make because they got Jamal Adams. They have Marcus May, who's also a pretty good safety. So they drafted Ashton Davis, and, and he's going to wind up taking one of those jobs. And whether it was Marcus May, whether it's Jamal Adams, mm-hmm. this protected them. But I, I think in and of itself, I think the Jets have always gone down the road, though, of we want to sign Jamal Adams, but if it's going to be too much difficulty if it's going to be too hard then we will trade him and the best part is Gary Myers is right so many teams are going to call the Jets because he is such a good player and many teams can afford to pay a safety 15 million dollars a year some teams can because they're good they're loaded hey we get Jamal Adams boy how how are you going to stop us well the Jets aren't at that point where they can pay a safety that kind of money so not only is he going to get traded I believe he will I, I believe he should get traded and I have no problem with it just because I don't know how this relationship's going to be solved and, and, and continue to be a good one going forward. So this is just how it's going to go. And somebody's going to get a great player, and the Jets are going to get either another great player back or a bunch of good draft picks, and they'll do fine in it. Right. Lottery picks uh, that they can go in, or, or lottery tickets, as it were, to go try to find a guy that can be as good uh, as Jamal Adams has been. $3.5 million on the books for this year. The exercise, the fifth-year option, obviously – but if it's if it's bad, he probably stays away, right? All your voluntary Zoom or Skype or whatever videos, he's got no part in that. He wants nothing to do with any of that. Uh, as we we look at it right now, and when you're a team that that that's that far away from being a true contender, doesn't mean they can't be part of a logjam in the AFC East. Uh, if things break right, and Sam Darnold is what everybody keeps trying to convince themselves that he is minus mono that he'll be able to push forward then sure maybe you've got uh an opportunity to push for an afc east title but are we really thinking that this is a super bowl contending team and the answer is no there's still other pieces that need to be built uh and need to be acquired and freeing up whatever that potential money would be down the line maybe and again, you'd have to draft right, which is always the billion-dollar question with these teams. Mm-hmm. And thus far, I mean, the, the early returns and early uh, there's optimism that they're they're in the right direction now in terms of what the evaluation process is. That maybe that'll work. But if he's not happy, then everything else is just going to stall from there. No, and anybody that just wants to get paid, are they? Is that gonna, they suddenly are going to stop? causing problems and, and being issues and no when you pay so okay now you're paid now what's next what's the next thing that's going to make me happy money is never going to make you happy when it comes to how am i happy with the culture of things am i happy with how i've been treated and that's how jamal adams sees things and look the guy's great the guy's incredibly talented he's a really good player but he's not somebody the jets can pay 15 million dollars a year for not many people can pay 15 million a year for a safety so it, it's going to be the case of uh, you know, understand that this is how the NFL works. I feel bad for guys that can't get paid. Running backs can't get paid anymore. You know, certain positions used to get paid. They don't get paid anymore. That's how it works because the NFL changes and evolves and they decide what positions are worth it and, and are worth being paid. But I'll tell you this, Mike Harmon, you know who the most unhappy guy is right now? Who's that? It's not Jamal Adams. It's Who's Dak that? Prescott. Well, because right now the yeah. Cowboys who want Jamal Adams, there were rumors that the Jets were going to try to trade him to the Cowboys at the right. deadline. Before the, right. Yeah, 
Right now, Dak Prescott's going, oh, man, Jamal Adams is available. This means it's like $10 million less a year that the Cowboys are going to offer me. Oh, this is going to suck. This contract negotiation is going to absolutely suck. I just went from $35 million a year to $25 million a year. This is going to be terrible. Well, you already had him in a squeeze, right? You bring in a quality backup who's making $3 million with the potential to make seven. Uh, you've got the looming economic just questions of the sport overall, right? I mean, we had the story yesterday of what was this really uh, nebulous, let's throw a big number at the wall and scare people mm. of $5.5 billion. I really would love to see the breakdown of that uh, in terms of what would be lost without fans in stadiums. And say we take that at face value and don't think it's doubled or or more than that, uh, maybe tripled uh, what the actual number would be. Say say we have that. Well, if, if that's lost, you, you know what's happening to the salary cap going forward, which means guys that are looking to cash in this year or a guy like Jamal Adams who's praying that he can force a trade and get a new deal uh, uh, upon arrival at a new city, that's going to be a lot more difficult a proposition to get those to go through when that 198, which is the cap number now, might come crashing down. Yeah, it's going to be fun for the NFL the whole time to play the card of uh, business as usual. Okay, what? Oh, well, well, this is not going to be business as usual. Oh, yeah, well, but this can't. Oh, but the money can't be business as usual because you know things are different with the coronavirus. I mean, everything else is we're we're not changing anything, but the money we're going to definitely change things for. That's well, how yeah. I mean, up. we we all understand that there's there's dollars lost in this thing. The five point five billion, I would be sitting there with a nice tall glass of lemonade. So and show me. Make me understand. Tell it to me like I'm a five-year-old where this $5.5 billion is. Well, I, I, I try to tell you like you're a five-year-old stuff every night. I mean, I, I've been trying that for seven years now. Yeah, no, I, and, <laughs> and usually you try to think I'm unsophisticated, <laughs> slow play me, and then I have to beat you back into submission. And, well... <laughs> Sitting with your tall glass of lemonade. Well, Please, lemonade. I mean, it might me. be spiked. I mean, <laughs> it might be in a, a nice rocker. <laughs> and then we, we play out that entire itchy and scratchy scene. Look, Jamal Adams is going to get – that's how it's going to yeah. happen. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. But really, this could play into Dak depending on what winds up happening with Jamal Adams because clearly the Cowboys are the front runners and they have been interested and they've been linked before. So clearly they'd be interested again since the Cowboys are really loaded up for a Super Bowl run. You know, what I can't get though is that – is this Dak Prescott uh, – why do we get force-fed Dak Prescott every single day? I mean, is Dak Prescott and his contract contract negotiation with the Cowboys really that compelling you know I see other shows and and how it's 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 paid attention to on the internet today and I'm watching Dak Prescott and Andy Dalton trend and I'm going really are we just making stuff up now I mean Dak Prescott's contract situation is not every five seconds oh my goodness it's the end of the world what's going on is a contract negotiation he wants a lot of money the Cowboys are offering a lot of money he wants more it's no different than what happened with Ezekiel Elliott, who had to hold out, and what he happened? He went to Mexico and hung paid. out. Right? Yeah. That's how it's good. That's how it's going to end. He's going to get paid. But this Dak Prescott, every single day, I'm like, okay, here comes uh, 
some some somebody trying to make something up about Dak Prescott. He's going to sign. All right, it's going to happen. This is like spending so much time talking about Tim Tebow. He's never going to play in Major League Baseball. He's not going to play in the NFL <laughs> again. So He's done. When he runs for president in ten years, okay, then we'll talk about Tim Tebow. But it's like having a Tebow conversation. The the impact of what is actually going to be is so very little because he's going to sign. This is not acrimonious. This is not, I want to play this out and you're going to trade me. This is a tough negotiation because Dak Prescott had a great year last year. He, he, had, he had his best year in the National Football League. He's young. He wants to get paid. This is kind of how it goes. There's been nothing leaking out that the Cowboys are looking to make a move. Or the, oh, yeah. And when, when I see Andy Dalton, really, Andy Dalton, really, uh, Cowboys fans on the internet, we'll go with Andy Dalton. Really, you think Andy Dalton's going to be that great? Really? It's, it's like suddenly they think we don't need Dak Prescott now. And, and Andy Dalton is going to be great. Look, Dak is one of the top younger quarterbacks in the National Football League. Is he one of the best? No. But is he one of the top younger ones when you think about the next two, three years in the NFL? Sure, because guys like Breeze and Brady and Aaron Rodgers are very soon going to be out of the league. And so, yeah, okay, now here's a guy in his mid-20s who could be one of those next great quarterbacks. Still, he's got about four or five good ones ahead of him that, that's around his age. But the Cowboys are going to pay him. They're not going to let him go. Jerry Jones drafted Dak Prescott. I made Dak Prescott into a star. He's going to sign. It's just a tough negotiation. He's squeezing the best deal out. And you know what? Andy Dalton is not Joe Montana. Okay, it's not. You're not getting. You didn't get Tom Brady leaving the Patriots to come throw footballs for you. You got Andy Dalton, who the Bengals didn't want. The Bengals. All right. So Andy Dalton is not suddenly going to show up and say, "Well, if we don't have Dak Prescott, well, Andy Dalton's going to be the guy." I mean, I just, I just mentally exhausted every time I get up. Oh, yep, here's a, here's a crazy-ass Dak Prescott story that's not really a story, but we're going to pay attention to it like it is. Buddy, I built a four-sheet four uh, slideshow with all sorts of comparisons and data. Look, I called him a bum slayer the early part of last year before it became fashionable to do so uh, and before they started to struggle because they'd built the team poorly around him. A lot of things to like, a lot of options you like. You pay your quarterback. As you say, it's a tough-fought negotiation. Andy Dalton was brought in to be the break glass in case of emergency guy if Dak got hurt so the entire season didn't go into the toilet. That's why Andy Dalton is there. And he wanted to go back towards home and he wanted to take a smaller deal and not fight. Right, then nobody was paying him the seventeen million that he was under contract for. He went back home and he agreed to a deal that's got incentives if he's forced into action. That's it. Maybe it's a little bit of a, a play to just kind of flip Dak off to just make him understand that you know there are there's a bigger season at work here you know in their 198 million dollars and to try perhaps to slow down the acceleration of the monies afforded to quarterbacks but on the whole there's there's nothing there they'll they'll come to some number at, at a time to be determined and if they don't i mean he already got the nod of approval from kirk cousins he said you know it's okay to bet on yourself a couple of years if you need to take the franchise tag, don't be afraid of it. Take the cash, and eventually that big deal will come. 
Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. I mean, really, the Daily Dak Prescott is like, oh, am I, am I going to – what What are people saying about it today when it's just him negotiating for a new contract? It's I get a it's Cowboys, Cowboys star. I get it's the Cowboys. I get it. I understand. But, I mean, really, we're really squeezing this you – know, the sap out of this stick to try to get more out of Dak Prescott. Seriously. Although, now that Jamal Adams is going to wind up being a Cowboy, he's not going to get paid. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. My Star Wars hot take is having the effect that I thought it would. So, yeah. you know, I am getting some people agreeing with me that Rogue One was the best movie, and happy 40th anniversary, Empire Strikes Back. Today was May 21st, 1980. Empire Strikes Back uh, was released in theaters. My daughter is celebrating by watching Empire Strikes Back tonight. Uh, but uh, the overall uh, uh, theme is what I expected. But you know what? Being right... You know, it's not always a popular opinion. You know, sometimes you got to take a stand and, and realize that being right is a lonely place. It's lonely at the top. I'm like Michael Jordan. I'm the Michael Jordan of Star Wars takes. It's lonely at the top. I will blowtorch everybody I worked with to, you know, to get my, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll turn you into Scottie Pippen and tie shirts, Horace Grant and Frostburg is Gary Payton. Every, I will be, I will stand on the top of that Star Wars mountain and I will just make sure that it is lonely at the top, but I'm right with that opinion. Well, it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Look, uh, one thing I do know is there's been a lot of discussion of Solo and making sure people praise it. I, I was a big fan of it. I thought it was a great movie. I've watched it a couple of times in the uh, Plus world uh, because I, I thought it was fun. It just it was just kind of there. It was good popcorn, summer fun, and, and Ron Howard had fun with it like they were back, you know, making American Graffiti. Uh, all those years ago. So, yeah, fun stuff. But, yeah, I like the Empire versus Rogue One debates, new school, old school, and and you've come down on the LeBron side, Trader. Look, look, you are 100% correct on Solo. Solo, the thing is, Solo wasn't necessary. Like, did we need a Han Solo origin story? Eh, probably not. You know, I, I don't know that we needed it, but... Ron Howard steps in, directs it, and it had that element that the last trilogy was missing. It had the fun. Alden Ehrenreich was believable as Han Solo from the beginning, and that's really hard to do. You're talking about a guy stepping into an iconic role that we all still see Harrison Ford as being, you know, 30 years old, running around as a space pirate. And that was a really tough thing to do. And he came in, and you knew he was Han Solo in five minutes. And that's really tough to do. But the movie was fun. It had a great tone about it. And that's what was missing from these past three movies. Outside of Kylo Ren being a crappy-ass villain, is that there was no fun. The Star Wars movies have fun in them. They all have fun. And when they get too dark, and when they get when they get too serious, it it's, makes it harder to like. And that was a... What elements of fun were in the last three movies? Not many. You know, it was it was everything. The storytelling was so serious. And there was so much. And it was, but there wasn't any memorable lines. There weren't any big memorable fun scenes. And Star Wars, really, it should be about fun. It's a space opera. You know, you're in space and there's blasters and 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 Tie fighters and X wings and Death Stars and and people dressed up in in as robots. I mean, this is it's it should be fun. And Solo had the fun. I mean, yeah, really, I mean, it the- didn't. That's why it was really underrated. But I get that we didn't need the movie because it didn't really tell us anything outside of just, you know, how the Millennium Falcon made the Kessel run in, in under 12 parsecs. But, I mean, I, I get that part of it. But still, you got to separate that. This movie was pretty entertaining. Yeah, I think when you get to, to the trilogy, not to belabor the point too much, I mean, all the 
best laughs were unintended, right? The, hey, let's needle Hux. Okay, fine. <laughs> but otherwise, the flying Princess Leia after the ship gets blown up. And there's, you know, Snoke, just everything of Snoke. And then the, you know, Palpatine, whatever, with the, like he was an action figure that needed to be propped up uh, in the clone device. Sorry, spoiler alert, if you didn't see that $3 billion movie. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Tyson's not going to go now. He had it all set up in his streaming queue. He just got no, busy plus. He, he, reviewing he just, uh, 1989 anime. He just forked over the five dollars to get Disney Plus for the I did. Bucket. I was now, finishing now Lizzie McGuire. Super... Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Lizzie you McGuire. leave Lizzie McGuire alone. <laughs> I had to do it first. <laughs> hey man, I watched the the boy who loved the beaver was one of those on there. Whoa, you can know, you say that? Old, they, yeah, yeah, it was I an old think, yeah. su- Sunday we night Disney that. That's that's a little weird. movie. May, I, yeah. We might have to dump that. I don't know if no, you can say that. Because they used to always have these things where the kids had weird, uh, you know, that the best friend in the world was some kind of random Sounds animal. Weird. This guy with wolves and this yeah. guy, you know, well, beaver, uh, which was Listen cool. Listen to wow. Harmon tap dance. That's uh, a no, tap that dance the, right now. So that's well, how wolves had are a badger movie, right? There was a kid with the badger. No, I mean, there's a lot of them. Go deep in the archives, man. How deep? You're, you're doing the surface stuff of all the, the most popular. Go do a deep dive as to the Disney classics. They're there, man. Do a deep dive and see what beavers <laughs> you've seen, Tyshirt. Sure. That's, that's what right. telling you. Do don't don't sugarcoat it. You just spoiled the ending for me. <laughs> I did. I really did. Because that, that's really the end of Disney+. Plus. Because once you get down Ooh. into those movies, it's really nowhere else to go. Jason, I will defend yeah. the new three, though, and say, like, you were kind of going in there with an expectation and not expecting a Disney ending, and they gave you a Disney ending. So if you went in there just to be entertained, it was a good ride. I enjoyed it. Oh, no, no, the, movie, the movies were, they were fine, but it's a Star Wars, it's supposed to be better, it's supposed well, to be the it's, best. They switch ownership, and, though, you can't have an expectation of it anymore. Well, listen, and that's the issue, this is why I bring it up, it's like, how do you succeed when you say, okay, you have one person directing the first movie, and then they come out, and somebody else comes in to direct the second movie, right. and then you have somebody completely different to direct the third movie, but that doesn't work, so you get rid of them, and bring back the guy who did it the first time. This is like an NFL team saying, this quarterback is going to play with this offense offensive coordinator next year it's another offensive coordinator third year it's a different offensive coordinator and after the first few weeks of the season they fire him and bring back the guy you had two years ago i mean really that doesn't work it doesn't work anywhere you keep changing bosses like that so well, it comes i back get to why just release still. the snyder cut we'll all be okay yeah yes the snyder the snyder cuts could suddenly make it look like citizen kane that's because he might say. have one of those for one of these uh, <laughs> these trilogy movies too <laughs> Hey, but speaking of trilogies, uh, this could be a trilogy because it's going to be nine hours long. If you thought you were going to have to wait a couple weeks for the Last Dance knockoff documentaries, no, you only had to wait two days. Uh, ESPN announced today they are producing a nine-part documentary series on Tom Brady. This follows their big successful Last Dance, the 10-part documentary that explored Michael Jordan's championship run with the Chicago Bulls. They had all kinds of great ratings across the country. Uh, Titled The Man in the Arena, Tom Brady, the next series is going to explore each of Brady's nine Super Bowl journeys with the Patriots. His six titles and three Super Bowl defeats. It's going to be released next year. Brady talked about this in a statement earlier today. So now we're going to get nine hours of Tom Brady breaking down the Super Bowls he has been in. Here's what <laughs> needs to. Here's what I would like people to know. 
Yeah, there's, look, ahead. this is fine. Look, this is fine. Look, a, a Tom Brady documentary is fine. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, my God, why? No, no, no. Look, Tom Brady is the, the, the number one most popular NFL player we've had for two decades. When Tom Brady does mm-hmm. something, Tom Brady makes news. So making a documentary about his life, okay. Now, does it need to be nine hours on Brady? Okay, I don't know about that. But, hey, this is, they, they've hit on a formula they think is going to work. The reason this worked why the last dance was so big you can't just sit here and apply it to other documentaries and other stories because that's what's going to happen it's just like in hollywood when they come up with a movie and it does well and then it's okay what kind of knockoff can we do you know what 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 kind of knockoff can we do that's going to be here comes the vampire craze what vampire movie can we put out that's going to be when you see someone come out with something new hey there's a big market for this you see the copycats come out right so now you're going to see what the last dance of this with michael jordan what if we did these 45 part documentaries with other people and now you're seeing the first one hey let's race to it and here's tom brady and everybody who puts on one of these things thinks this is going to do seven eight million people are going to watch it's going to be a huge thing the Brady documentary people are going to stop and watch and talk about it we're going to talk about it all week after an episode airs just like we did on sports talk radio the past five weeks it's going to be the same thing it's not it's not going to be the same thing it's not going to have any sort of the impact none of the documentaries will for a couple of very good reasons Uh, look when you have a documentary on sports on a very popular figure on when there's no sports on and it gets heavily promoted, yeah, people are going to watch it. Remember, Michael Jordan's Last Dance documentary ran during a pandemic. There is no live sports going on. Everybody was in front of a television set on Sunday night watching that because that was the sports that was there. That was what that was what sports fans decided. This is what I'm going to devote my sports time and energy to. I want to see the last dance. I know Michael. I either watch Michael Jordan. I've seen enough of him growing up. I'm going to get stories. All, everybody that he played with and played against is going to be interviewed. He hates everybody he played with. He hates the guys he played against. Boy, this is going to be fun. But it's a perfect storm of this aired during a time when we needed sports content. And we found it. And this was it. This is not going to happen again. Because if the, if we had a normal sports calendar and here comes the Michael Jordan documentary, are we talking about it? I mean, what, what kind of airplay on, on the radio and on TV does the Michael Jordan sports doc get when it's running in the midst of the NBA playoffs, right? In the midst of the NBA playoffs, the NHL is having the playoffs too, and Major League Baseball season has started, right? All of these things will have been going on. How much time do we have for Last Dance? You know, we do, we, we, we figure it out. We, we do four segments an hour, uh, mm-hmm. 16 segments a night, and then five nights a week, right? So that's 90 segments of radio we do over the course of five days. Now, if you have a topic that can take you through 15 or 20 of those segments and be a quarter of your show that's a big deal man i mean every day we're in the read and react business in sports talk radio when hey something big happens we're talking about it we're giving our thoughts on it and yeah we're doing our own thing because it's you know it's what we like to do but still when when you know it's play the hits radio man you know people want to hear about last dance we're going to talk about last dance and when you can devote that kind of that's special would we even have that would we have been talking about it if we had the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball season going on right now, in addition to all the stuff happening with the NFL. No, we wouldn't. It would be maybe one or two segments 
the day after it aired on most shows, and that would be it. That would be it. We would have no time for Isaiah Thomas. We'd have no time for Dennis Robin and Carmen Electra. They wouldn't trend on Twitter. We'd have no time for this because, we'd, hey, Damian Lillard just scored 50, and, and the Blazers are up in their series 3-2 to two now, so hey, it's Damian Lillard. We just wouldn't – we wouldn't have the time for it. We'd be on to the other things in the games that are going on. This aired at a perfect time. It got a lot of blog promotion. We heard about it for a long time. And so, of course, when it came out, it did great. Uh, but if this was during the sports calendar, no. It, it's not nearly having the same impact. And like I said, it's still something we would talk about. But maybe for a couple of segments on a Monday night, yeah. But then would it go all the way through the week and we'd have like a segment every hour? on? No, it wouldn't have that. That wouldn't be the case. Yeah, okay, the math math is 80, so it's uh, it's 80 uh, segments uh, in, in quarter 16, hours. In the- 16 segments a night, right? Times, times five. Times five, it's 50, 30, that's 80. 80, yeah. out, like I said, 80 hours a week. 80. How 80, many of that 80? Yeah, 80 quarter hours. How no, many look, of that 80? Wait, wait, I got, hang on. 16. But we, but we didn't do that six many times either. five is 30. Right, hang because on, a lot of it was three. known stuff. Hang on, hang on. Carry the three. Yeah. Five times one is five and three. Yeah, no, no, my math is right. It's 80. Yeah, it is 80. Go ahead, sorry. You said 90. So, no, go ahead. Yeah, it, it is no, actually absolutely. 80. want to make it's, sure it's I, I correct myself. Yeah, make sure you get uh, that right. Don't, don't tell people it's 90 <laughs> when it's 80, okay? All right, make sure that, you know, you know, I, I well, don't you know want what? you to say we, wrong it, things. We, we give 90 of content in those 80. Listen, that's, listen. That's how we say it. Maybe but you just the, let me do the math, okay? Because clearly I have a better aptitude for it. So just <laughs> no let, let me do the math. About yeah, it. it works out. Your grip on reality yes. is so much yes. better than mine. Just make sure. I mean, really, that's what it should be. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan's uh, infomercial was chicken soup for the soul, right? You had heroes, you had villains, and it was nostalgic. Tom Brady's Super Bowls, unless you've got some really cool behind-the-scenes NFL films of, like, the first or second, everything else has been in the media explosion, so we've lived it. You tell me we're going to do a deep dive of the the battle at Michigan, and what's going on going up to the, the famous combine concave chest pictures long before Protect and all of these other supplements hit the marketplace? I'm in. And I'll watch it. I'm in because I'm a glutton for, for content and, you know, a lot of smiling and glad handing. And maybe Bill Belichick takes the hoodie down and, and starts giving me some deep dives on the the content of play calling and, and what have you, which which might be there, and maybe a little more glowing retrospective of Brady now that it's been a few months. But on the whole, you know, we, we went through the, the generational stuff, and it, it allowed for all the fights of who's better than whom. And even though it never was addressed in the 10, 10 hours of the last dance, That'll now be replaying on everybody. And they've done absolutely killer numbers off of the website and people going and finding their favorite clips to make memes out of and GIFs. Uh, You're looking at folks uh, got into the old Michael versus Kobe versus LeBron debate in a big, big way. And then LeBron spoke up. Isaiah Thomas keeps talking, much like we talked last night. Everybody's getting their mileage out of this from whatever angle they want to go at. With Tom Brady... 
how much how much are you going to be doing those great debates? I mean, yeah, I mean, is he I mean, is he going to light some. up? Is he going to light up Randy Moss and Julian Edelman and talk about how uh, these guys, man? I don't know. Julian Edelman wouldn't go in and run a final play, so he had to call it for Wes Welker. I mean, unless he's saving all his hatred of Belichick for this, I mean, I don't see how he's going to say something and do something compelling. But he's still, yeah, he's still active, right? Like Michael Jordan, that fire was still burning twenty years later. With with Brady, is it going to be? You know what? I thought I might have gotten him concussed when I led him across the middle earlier. But yeah, I mean, you got to be there on third down, man. You can't you can't <laughs> leave me. I mean, we're not going to have that. And Gronkowski, I mean, his back was holding up, and and then he was practicing dance moves like he was going to be on some reality show. No, I mean, you're you're not going to get there. You might get a couple of those laughs that you love so much from Brady, but. On the whole, how much incendiary commentary are we getting? I don't know. Unless we're miking up all the vanquished opponents that are still salty, a bunch of Raiders from the Tuck game and whatever. I mean, you're you're not you're not getting it. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. If you learned one thing in the last few minutes, it's at 16 times 5 is 80. Just as live, anything else is a bonus, just as long as you know that, it's all good. And also that nothing's going to be the last dance. The last dance was its own entity. It was its own thing. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And 
what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's a big day in the NBA. Just last week it was, hey, swipe left if you want to continue <laughs> the season and swipe right if you don't want to continue the season. But now maybe we are further along in resuming the NBA season than we thought. Thanks to Spencer Dinwiddie, who, oh, by the way, uh, has raised about $1,500 in his attempt to raise $25 million in Bitcoin uh, to pick his next team in the NBA. Uh, Again, that's a story all by itself. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie tweeting out today that he has heard that the games in the NBA will begin July 15th. Whether it's resumption of the season or the playoffs is still up in the air. Dinwiddie didn't have that much information. This, after reports today, we're swirling that the NBA is considering starting training camp and practices around the third week of June. Certainly Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida is mentioned as the big catch-all site. So what to make of all of this? Joining us now on the hotline, Bleacher Report. Fox Sports 1, NBA insider extraordinaire, and a man who insists on being paid in Bitcoin, it is Rick Buecher. Rick, what's happening? Uh, You were close on everything except that last part. No part of the, uh, I can't can't afford the the electric bill that goes along with maintaining my Bitcoin, if I understand it correctly. So I'm going to pass on that. But no, otherwise, you, you can just get free Bitcoin. It's like Super Mario Brothers. You, you, you just get coins. That, you know, you, you click on things on the Internet, and you get Bitcoin. It goes into you. It's awesome. You can pay for anything you want. Yeah, you know, the problem is my son took that philosophy uh, on his uh, PS4, and the next thing we knew is we had a, a, uh, a four-digit bill for who knows what, and mm. so... The good thing is, is he hasn't played PS4 for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Buker's kid, he was a legend, man. He had all that great armor and stuff like it was Ready Player One, but I haven't yeah. seen him play and in months. And then he disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not till he pays for the armor does he actually get to play in it again. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so with, with all the Spencer Dinwiddie stuff going on right there, how yeah. right on is he? How right on was what we just talked about, what I just mentioned as far as the NBA's plan? Well, certainly the timeline fits in that uh, I've been told that they want a minimum of three weeks for teams playing together. And, uh, and I, and, and Adam has left the back end open. Uh, And the bottom line is we are going to have, you know, unless something really unforeseen happens, we are going to have a resumption of the season. 
in large part because the NBA simply cannot move forward without the template of something that comes close to the completion of this season, as in the scheduling and in, in, in terms of revenue, in terms of TV contract, in terms of the salary cap, everything sort of functions, uh, you know, the, 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 the subsequent season functions off of what the previous season did. And so that's where Adam knows they have to come back and, and, and finish this somehow, some way, make good on their TV contracts, uh, make good on the player contracts and the number of games that need to be played. And, you know, whenever next season has to start, if it has to start later, that's fine, but they need to finish it. So I originally was hearing, uh, you know, June 1st was a day that was, uh, that w- that was a, 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 a watermark, and I believe we'll get a definitive now uh, on when we're coming back or when they're going to start training camps. But uh, without question, they're going to they're, they're going to reconvene the teams. Um, I, I still don't see that it's going to be all 30 teams and we're going to res- resume the regular season. They are going to have some games of some sort, whether it's and I don't know how you do this with the, just the playoff teams. But imagine you're going to have exhibition games of some kind. Uh, maybe you have pl- games because we're working in, in two particular sites that the games have some sort of meaning among the playoff teams um, beyond seating. And I don't know, you know, time of day, schedule, I don't know, you know, add a carrot to it. But um, we're, look, the NBA would have to start essentially from scratch uh, a new collective bargaining agreement, a new salary cap, cap scale. Everything would have to start from zero if they don't finish this season, which is why some way, somehow uh, they are going to. Now, let, let, let me let me take this the direction here, because up until last week, there was no indication. I thought the NBA was even really interested in coming back. I don't know how many players really wanted to come back. If you had to ballpark it from yeah. zero to 100 percent, how many NBA play percentage of NBA players that want to come back and finish this season? I would say at least 80 percent that want to come because back and do it. Okay. that want to come back and do it because it's 80% of guys who right now are looking at having a third or more of their contracts um, pulled back. And the, you know, the top echelon guys, they, while they certainly wouldn't want it, uh, they could at least afford it. There are, you know, the rank and file, that's money that a lot of these guys may never see again. And so ultimately they they need to come back and play. And I think it's just a matter of working it out in terms of, okay, what's the safest way to do this? And I, and I go back to the conversation that I had with a player. Um, this was after the Nets Lakers game. It's the last, last game that I uh, covered. It was the last, let's see, I think that was a Tuesday night. And then Wednesday was, uh, that was the last game that was, that was Oklahoma city. Utah was Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken, and they they called that game, and that was it. That, and then they shut it down after that. The player said to me, you know, we've been told that we're not at risk because of our health, because of our age, because of our condition. Now, obviously, we've learned a lot more about the virus since then, but there's still a belief that when you're talking about uh, professional athletes – 
that they that that that, that their risk factor is incredibly low because they don't fit into by, by and large don't fit into the category of pre-existing conditions that make make people vulnerable. And I and I may be talking a little bit beyond my depth here um, because I'm not pretending to be uh, an uh, an epidemiologist or or a, a doctor of any kind. But that's what health officials were ter- telling this player. And that's what this player was telling me. And I'm not sure that uh, for all that's happened since that the players themselves are worried about their health as much as the circumstances that they would have to play under um, that might be uh, difficult or challenging. So now we have the potential of the Walt Disney World uh, resorts, obviously hotel rooms, restaurants, all the courts that are available for practices and everything else so logistically it works and it's a nice coup for abc disney uh you mm-hmm. know a little bit of a bonus in terms of not only getting that tv deal uh massaged a bit and and getting them what they need but also a lot of psas with guys wearing mouse ears yeah <laughs> for sure yeah no and i mean this will it'll it'll it will be if, if this is pulled off it will be an interesting uh, experiment for everyone. And if you're looking for a sense of, I, you know, I hate to call the players guinea pigs, but this is essentially, this will be that. And it will be obviously broadcast and televised and publicized. And it will be people gathering and doing something active uh, and doing it indoors rather than out. Um, and I, look, from from the very beginning, you know, a big part of this has been that uh, that the it, this was outside of the league's purview. They needed the testing. Uh, we weren't going to get a, a vaccine, but they needed protocol and they needed testing to be in a place where they felt like, hey, we can make sure that if somebody does test positive, we can test them, we can find that out immediately, and we can take them out of the pool, and we can we can take them out of the group and 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 quarantine them. And so they're at a point now where if not right now, certainly, you know, in the next two, three weeks, they're they're going to have that in place. And that, to me, was really the last thing that the league needed to make this happen. But I, I mean, honestly, guys, I, we can we can talk about it's it's the same crux that the country finds itself in. Are you going to get to a zero percent risk? Hmm. No, that's not possible. But um, what risk can you take? in order to not have to completely blow up the league as people fear that we're blowing up our economy. And that's the, that's the line that they're trying to figure out. Like um, how do we minimize the risk as much as possible because we need to get this engine started again in order for it not to seize up. That's, that's ultimately what is the game here. And, uh, you know, you hate to say that money's a factor, but money is a, for the players, for the owners, for the league, for the TV broadcasters, uh, for everyone. Uh, it 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 is, you know, they, they can't afford for this thing to be just seized up and to shut it all down and to start next December. That that's not a a realistic scenario for the end. That's a doomsday scenario essentially for the NBA because then it's tearing up the CBA, starting over protracted uh, 
protracted uh, negotiations. Who knows when you get back and what the players would be willing to take because you know they're going to have to take a huge, huge chunk is going to be taken away from them. Uh, I just don't think that they want to risk that. And uh, and then, you know, let's say so you're waiting until next December. Who's to say that the risk factor is any lower then than it is right now? Um, without a vaccine, there's always going to be a risk factor. You can follow him on Twitter, at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher, Bleach Report, senior writer, Fox Sports 1 analyst, Bitcoin specialist. Any of your questions, <laughs> hit him up right there as well. Uh, as always, buddy, appreciate your time with us stopping by. Have some fun. We'll talk to you next week. Gentlemen, you got it. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Rick. There goes Rick Buecher. You know, uh, we'll get to what's trending coming up in a second, but this is this is where – if the NBA is going to come back, they really need to subscribe to a less is more philosophy. As you heard Rick say, I don't see anything where any scenario where all 30 teams are coming back. You are going to have a lot of teams that don't want to come back, teams that are out of the playoff race. And, and, and are they going to really want to come back? They're done. They're in their off season. Less is better because anything less is going to a, less players that potentially could get COVID-19, less players you have to worry about testing for, less positive cases, less players who are playing who are unsure that maybe didn't want to be there. And the players who are there are going to be focused and playoff and title driven. So, look, my idea of bringing the top four teams in each conference, that kind of serves everybody there. If you could play practice games you could play exhibition games and try to figure things out if you want to go back but the less players you bring back and the the better product you're going to have and the less problems you run into it look it's just pretty easy is it easier to keep COVID-19 away from a group of a thousand people or is it easier to keep it away from a group of 300 people it's 300 people easy and so if that's the way they run things if that's the way the NBA goes the NBA will be able to figure it out you also get it done in a quicker time whereas you don't have to worry about well now we're getting into September and this is where the the second wave of the coronavirus everybody is afraid is going to come back you avoid that entirely as well yeah, I think the biggest thing is if you limit the number of teams that come back, as we've talked about with Steve Kerr more or less saying, yeah, we'll be good partners, but yeah, we're not planning on playing anymore. How many teams are in that, that boat, right? And if you have the full playoffs, great. Would love it. But whatever you're doing in, in the limitation, you're also, what whether we call it a bubble city, the test city, NBA one, whatever euphemism you want to throw on it, the support system doesn't have to be as large, right? You bring everybody back, That's you have to expand the number of people to service it. So by bringing back fewer teams, you, you get critical mass to do your testing, and to make it a statistically relevant study of how this operates and testing isn't going to be overwhelmed and, and, every, and everything else in terms of your logistics. So I, I think it's absolutely fascinating. But the financials of it, you triple underscore. We've talked about it for the last couple of weeks. That CBA gets ripped up because, remember, basketball-related income is huge. And if you are banking on a big deal as a free agent, you're gripping right now and you're doing everything you can and you are blowing up the phone of your team rep saying, I need to play! need to play and maybe building signs to that effect. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.